0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And hey, what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life jet flying. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know what hard times are, daddy The
1: a will rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah Look the human rubble What up, what up? Welcome to episode 91 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. What is up, gang? We just had a huge pay-per-view take place last night in Chicago, Forbidden Door, AEW, and New Japan uh, put on quite... The extravagant pay-per-view where continents collide. We had boots on the ground and Charlie Michael saw the event firsthand. We're gonna get his takes, and then we're gonna hear uh the results from our prediction show and who will be King Booker. So we'll get to the match card quick, but let's introduce the fellas right away. Over in Glendale, my guy who keeps it regal, Steve Grobschmidt. What's up, Grabby? This is the worst town I've ever been in. Wow, <laughs> it's been a while. You're not talking about Green Bay, are you? <laughs> well, that's where that's where
2: Charlie was last yesterday. Green Bay. That's where the pay per view was, right? Yeah,
3: the yeah, ass boys got a nice clue, Got a okay, good pop have been following the gun club too much.
1: That's a cheap pop. That's cheap heat in all the right ways. <laughs> Every yep. time. Don't change, ass boys. I'm I'm loving them so much right now. They've been super fun teaming up with the acclaim was probably the best thing that could have happened with them and billy guns fitting right in with that group it's got to be tons of fun i didn't think it was
2: going to work i thought it was like they're just trying to smash too much together but it's totally grown on me quickly i don't know if we talked
3: about this last week but when we when the four of us went to aew dynamite the dark match after rampage yes there was over four hours of wrestling uh Billy Gunn got involved and took what was it <laughs> five stunners before he flopped out of the ring like a fish. It just yeah. guy guy just knows how to work the crowd. It's
1: yes, awesome. he does. <laughs> Having a ball for a, for a guy pushing 60. And we were sitting up pretty high, and the dude is just still so huge in person. He's not he doesn't get credit enough for being like a true big man. Guy, guy is in shape. All right, let's go down to Bayview and talk to my guy who keeps it freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt?
3: I'll throw a fireball in your face because I'm a wizard.
1: (laughs) Bringing it back. Chris Jericho throwing heat all over the place down in Chicago. And someone who was down in Chicago uh, witnessing this awesome pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Charlie Michael. What's up, Charlie? How are you?
0: Pretty good. Jericho Appreciation Society, the sports entertainer of the week, Jeff Cab.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Cab. Awesome. That's your boy. So, yeah, Charlie. So, tell us about just, like, of the approach down to getting into Chicago, getting in there. Tell us what the vibe was like. I saw your seats were kind of up high, and you got oh, to see high. the whole crowd. It looked amazing from the pictures we you shared on our thread. So. Yeah, tell yeah. us about it.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean it's normal Let's get down there wasn't wasn't nothing at the uh, we stopped and got some pizza. That took long so they kinda ran us a little late. I wasn't expecting the the show guys figure to be like a regular paper. They wouldn't kick the matches off until 6 30. And they like mm-hmm. kicked them off right away, so we got in. By the time we got in, by the time we got to our seats, we'd missed the first two matches. So we got in when Swerve and those guys were starting and they crowd I mean every it was crazy cause the the merch line was still crazy. But mm-hmm. every everybody was in their seat like early, dude. It was pretty. Mm. It's pretty wild. Yeah, the crowd was just great, man. It's just diehard fans that know the prod, that know both products. They were to watch wrestling, not there to fuck around and do stupid shit. But it, uh, there was a group next to us that was from Philly. Hard enough mm. from Philly, they were from Pittsburgh. They came in just for the show. And it was awesome. Up, there, up in the nose, please, by us, and But it was just. It's probably the most entertaining most fun show I've been to I don't know how I wasn't watching it but the show just went so quick oh, every yeah. match there were no matches that were bad really the it show was, just... was uh,
3: I think it ran about 3 hours 45 minutes like the main part of the show and it did not feel like almost 4 no. hours long It just no not long. at all
0: yeah we took no. one, bat- one bathroom break and the merch look and, but it was they I mean, sold out of stuff it was just your typical AEW it was it was insanely like, it was awesome. It was yeah. Like I said, it was the best probably the best wrestling show top to bottom that I've seen. Even you know, we're up top, but it was just fun, dude. It was just a blast. Knowledgeable yeah. fans, it was just fun. Like they, like a lot of people honestly, us knew the New Japan product really well. Some guys knew it. Like my buddy Scott knows he knows he knows New Japan like the back of his hand, dude. He's mm-hmm he knew everybody as soon as their music was coming out like shibata he knew right away he called the the whiskey when he pulled the whiskey and um he called that he knew it because he's seen him that guy do it a bunch of times and it's just it was just good dude it was fun
3: so you mentioned this could be the best wrestling show you've seen in person i mean we all agreed last year that all out was one of the best shows we'd ever seen i guess and this is a little bit different but how would you compare the two
0: all that was all that was probably a better show overall with cause with more surprises and just mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But just wrestling top to bottom, entertaining, fun, moving. It was just the best, you
3: mm-hmm. know. Because there was no
0: there were no stinker matches, you know. Only None. only real problems were some of the rough some of the rough spots, you know. But that was that was it, dude. Yeah, it was, true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you witnessed history, basically, and in a building that just seats way more people than what we've seen ever in All Out.
0: It was the biggest crowd I've ever been in for a wrestling show. It was insane, dude. Mm, it was just so cool. it was just nuts. It's like, holy shit, dude, this place is packed. The only part that was really not, that, they, like most shows, they don't have, and even though they had a few sections like behind where everything was set up, there were people up there. Like those were the extra seats they sold after they sold everything else, but it was like, Holy shit dude the I mean, I've been to Stevie Wonder concerts and different concerts down to Genesis Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Just as packed as those shows where it's like, holy fuck, there's a lot of people in here, man. It was just <laughs> it's just incredible, dude. That's
1: just wonderful. incredible. Yeah, the wrestling uh fandom is alive and well. Oh yeah, yeah like
0: you guys said too, um like after the after the match, you know, the, the go home stuff like Uh, moxie was like you guys should feel lucky you guys are lucky to be at a show like this you know and we're like holy shit yeah you're right dude it's like Mm -hmm. it's you know it's there's no guarantees there'll be another one and who knows it's like to be at a show of that caliber with all those people like to see okada to see tanahashi to see jay white to see will osprey you know all those Mm -hmm. guys at one show like you know we went down to new japan show you know about six, seven weeks ago, you know, we got Osprey and those guys and some of the bone Cup, but, but, you know, you're talking four, five of their top 10 guys were down there, you know, it was so good. So fun.
1: It really was historic. That's kind of how I felt when I went to all in, when you told me first about it, I was kind of like the kid going to the sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, I felt like I was going to the sandlot and seeing like just a whole new world and i feel like this show would have been like all in but on steroids times 10 you know what i mean pretty much
0: yeah it's just the caliber of wrestling is, was fucking insane dude and then like with says with the and like you know we even get the the one big surprise with cesaro as soon as we saw this cross <laughs> come out the fucking everybody jumped on their feet dude everybody jumped on their feet from the you know we're in the 300 section all over the place dude it was like wow. there were probably like 10 rows behind us there were like every seat was full dude every wow. seat it was incredible dude
3: the pop for cesaro even on tv was crazy oh, yeah it was, it was interesting best, dude. yeah we're well back. and on tv i don't know and this is just my opinion but i don't know that they captured his debut that well because they showed the crowd and they kept showing the crowd going crazy and you didn't know what they were going crazy for, and then they cut to Cesaro or Claudio yeah, as soon and, as
0: yeah, as soon as we saw the graphic, because we I don't know what they showed on TV, but as soon as we saw the Swiss graphic, we knew because everybody kind of knew assumed Cesaro was coming. Then as soon as mm-hmm. we saw it, like Claudio, oh shit, you know, just lost the fucking mind, and it was cool. He had his old Ring of Honor like type gear where he the wore the long shorts and shit, you know.
2: That's a good point, boots. Matt. Because they didn't, yeah, they like. They showed the crowd and the pop, but for like a good second or two, they didn't show the the screen. So okay. it's like that's you, how we knew you saw right that the crowd away. was excited, but you didn't recognize the music.
0: Right but then yeah. So they, sho- they yeah. As yeah. soon as they showed the graphic, we were like, boom, he's fucking here!" You know.
2: <laughs> it's also proof that if done well in wrestling, you don't need a true surprise. It's still, like that was the guy that most people were predicting, but it wasn't like yep. disappointing.
1: It was it was the perfect choice.
3: Most yeah. people predicted him. We'll get into yeah, the yeah, results a lot of in a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's yeah.
1: true. Yeah. I'm actually excited for you, since you didn't participate last week in the prediction show, just so you could be like, what? What yeah. the fuck you thought I this? Bet. But, yeah, it'll be fun. This is going to be a fun show. So Yeah, it would be a hard then, show to pick. Uh, Crown King Booker will mix in Charlie's firsthand experience along with our picks, so let's get right down to the matches. Um, show started off with a bang. It was the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Kingston, Yuda, and Umino. So um, I'm probably going to get some of these names wrong too, Charlie. So no disrespect. I just literally can't <laughs> say them right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I was. Did you think this was a strong enough opener, guys?
3: I think dude, I so. thought this was phenomenal. Fuck
1: yeah. Fuck yeah, it was, dude.
0: It was <laughs> insane, dude. It was insane. Fucking pop for Jericho. Everybody and their fucking mom was in there singing, dude. I even sang it. I I pushed to the side (laughs) of his other political shit. Everybody was singing that song. And then when Eddie came out, huge. Oh, God,
2: I bet. Fucking
0: pop, dude. It was like, that was my first note. Eddie is way over.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude. Well, that's why I said it. I was just being a little sarcastic there. Because, you know, Eddie Kingston is just such a fucking great, Pick to always lead off the show yeah. So I'm sure yeah. it was erupted And you know yeah. throw, sprinkle in Jericho On top of it with uh, Suzuki And <laughs> Sammy and Ty
0: yeah. <sighs> I don't know if yeah. it, it came across bad. on TV Did the fuck you Sammy Chance come over good on TV A little bit
3: was, but I definitely think They turned it down just enough Oh cause we, we were hard time telling he,
0: Whenever he first started dude, People were just booing him Everybody was booing him dude He from my notes from the show, he fucked up with the Ty Conti thing. It's going to take him a long time to get over again, dude. Oh, yeah. Where he's likable. But it's like, everybody's booing him like, fuck you, Sammy. Then, you know, he does just killer moves. And it's like, dude, why'd you have to, <laughs> to fuck up like that? Because this wrestling is so good, dude. Yeah, but right? People were just Stupid. on. We're just on him, dude.
1: Bad. It's honestly gonna make him a better wrestler, though, with this much true heat on him and uh, hatred. And but uh, honestly, this was the best band-aid needs... that they could have done for his career by pairing him up with the Jericho Appreciation Society just because know, all those that group of guys is just so fun. So it's like, eh, you can't he's, hate him. This is a he's ball. Got, he's
0: got he's got go-away heat, dude. It's not just heat. Mm-hmm. He's got huge go-away heat, dude. It's not just from us I saw. I observed the others in the crowd. It's, he's got huge go away. I think you know? to that wow. point
2: too, there was like some crazy ass move he did to the outside. Yeah. That that in the past, like, in the past, shit, would have the crowd dude. would have lost their have mind. for. But it was yeah. pretty, it was pretty
0: muted. That was the, that was the move. I was like, when he did that, I was like, that was fucking insane, dude. But it didn't get the reaction. Like, right. Like it used would to have got. Yeah. Cause it was a, cause he jumped off the rope off the, uh, turnbuckle rope thing and it was like it was just beautiful dude and it was like it's like dude you fucked up he's so talented man and it's just like he i don't blew know it. how he's gonna now. i just don't know how he's gonna get back over dude because when he's, that crowd when that he's gonna when that crowd i think that when that crowd doesn't like you it's gonna it's be hard, hard to win to him back. back look yeah. at cody going will be tough
3: right gonna, well, you got cody to pull a, but
0: to, he might have to pull a cody and leave
3: It's possible. Well, and I mean, the thing is, though, I would argue, like, I've never really liked Sammy, but I've always seen him more as a heel, even when he was a face, but that was the only reason. But his
0: work was good, though.
3: Exactly. And his work is so good that given the right storyline, and if he were to leave Ty, I mean, granted, now they're engaged, so I don't really know how that would work, unless they did something in storyline. But if they did something like that, I could see over time, maybe the crowd taking him back. Yeah, he'd have
0: to be, I tell you too, dude, I bet, I I tell you too. I can see why Ty Ty can't get in the ring anymore. They're she's gonna get murdered when oh, she gets man. in the ring from the fans, dude. Her, they need to get her off TV, dude. Because when she gets in the ring to wrestle again, the crowd's gonna just turn on her, man. Bad. I
1: bet they. I bet they just come out with a sex tape, make a <laughs> bunch of money, and then just kind of ride right off into the sunset. That might be the best uh, ending for them. And so on. Um, i brand with our culture in this day and age. So, mm-hmm. but we all picked uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society to win this one, and we were all correct. So we all started out strong. Well, you know, one st- and zero it. record.
2: Maybe that was predictable anyway, but the minute they added that stip about like the winner gets the first uh, person or the first extra person advantage, and yeah. got, that gave it away a hundred percent. Because, in the, is, that is, is from day one of War Games, the bad guys always have gotten that stip. Like, I don't know yep. that there's ever been an exception.
3: Yeah, but, I don't, yeah, you couldn't make the match work if they if it went the other way, right? Because then other, the good guys
2: are ganging up on somebody. Yeah.
3: One other thing I do want to call out about this match that I loved was uh i think eddie kingston had gotten into the ring and was facing off with jericho and the crowd went crazy and then jericho tags in suzuki and then you realized oh it yeah it was going to get even better than <laughs> it's so good oh that was yep. by far that was the moment of the show where i was like this show is going to be on a whole nother level and it dude, was it was, on a,
0: it, was on a, <laughs> dude, it was on another level i could tell from the fucking pre-show that, that fucking keith lee and Uh, swerve were insane dude yeah i love those guys that match match was insane the crowd was they were fucking hot for that dude it was Mm. it was they were hot i was like this is gonna be a crazy show if people are marking out for the pre-show matches like this (laughs) yeah you know because basically that pre-show was like a rampage yeah they had a bunch of matches they did a thing with um with um um the dude from new orleans and uh uh, Willie Hons, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a thing with that, so that was kind of good. It's, it's. Yeah. I think
2: that's the first pre-show I can remember that there was like no dead air. It was like None. all None. matches, and then yeah, like one yeah. they picked one match to talk about in between each yeah. of them, and that was it. And it was yeah. like holy shit, that is the that's, best pre-show ever.
0: That's why it was like, dude. Yeah, it's like if we get there by six thirty, we're set, dude. We get. Oh yeah. Gonna, you know, once we get to our seats by six thirty, like we got there, like. We were finishing up waiting for our, t- our bill, and it, because we were, the place we ate was only like 10 minutes away. And I was like, I go, oh, let's see what's going on with the pre-show. And it was like a little after six. It's like, holy shit, they got meds on already. It's like, we got to fucking get out of here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if the crowd wasn't losing their minds for the pre-show or Jericho Appreciation Society and Eddie and all those guys, I mean, they were going to put their hands down their pants for FTR right after. Versus yeah. the United Empire and Rapungi Vice. This yep. was going to be an amazing oh, match just by the competitors so involved. Um, putting it on second, wow. I mean, just talk about a momentum builder for the whole show. Amazing stuff. FTR, FTR's,
0: yeah, FTR was way over. No, you could tell. A, their pop was insane when they came out, oh. dude. And, then, and, then and it translated it on
1: TV big time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I didn't. I, i didn't expect it to be like that you know it was like whoa dude it was it was nuts dude and like you know we get into more of the match but like when when a uh, hot tax came back the place popped huge you know because wow. we really for where we sat we really didn't see what happened with him being hurt they're like oh he's hurt because we were watching the. yeah so i tried to wa- i tried to watch the ring more than the monitor and so yeah. i missed that you know so they were like, oh, I think he's hurt, you
3: know? In this yeah. match, my heart sank when Jax yes. rolled out of the ring and was grabbing his shoulder because they – I still don't know if it's a legit injury it, and he just, just wanted work. to work. Oh, because he was, was landing amazing. on it and stuff, yeah. It it was, yeah, that's it true. Was a so work great. today, dude. It,
0: I heard it today. It was a work.
3: Okay. Which was, but, which was but a great But despite that, work they did such a good job. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a great work. They did such a good job selling it. I When he came back out, it's great because it's – it's it's something we haven't seen in a in a while. I feel like is a gets pulled out of the match, possibly injured, and then comes back in. That's a dub, so, well, a dub, but we may haven't work.
1: seen an overtake team like FTR ever like this in a long time. So you need to keep the match going with one of the tag members and have the other beloved guy be off. So you're just like, what? Could this really kill their momentum, their careers? Like it really does build in this this instant drama. It's it's so simple this, too, you know.
0: Yeah, because Scott and I were talking. I'm like i'm like shit dude what if if he's i didn't because you couldn't tell from where we're like what if he's really hurt do they have to call an audible in the ring if they were supposed to win it and how is it supposed the right. end but then when he came back i'm like ah oh, it's probably a work dude because it's like you know if they're if they're if, who was supposed to go over and then who's going to do the job you, you figure punky was going to do the job but who's going to be the team and how are they going to do right. their you know who's going to get their move it's like he's legit hurt you know Should've known. We should've known it was a work because usually, even if a guy's hurt, they battle through it. Like when Punk hurt himself that match, he just he just worked himself through that match, and then and then you know, and now he got you know got checked out in the back. But usually, if they walk out in the middle, you should, it's like a giveaway that it's a work. Usually, they the wrestlers usually stay in the ring to finish it That's off. Unless it's like, Unless it's like devastating, you know, like uh, when Sid broke his leg or something.
2: Oh, you know?
1: that was the worst. <laughs> The yeah. yeah
2: Well, Charlie, yeah.
1: I I actually got worked, and I actually had a glimmer of hope for my pick. You would like this. Um, Steve <laughs> and Matt picked FTR to win. You of know, course. obvious. That was hard. But
0: I, I would you... I wouldn't have picked them. I'd have picked them. Well, Cause there's no way. I'm like, how they're gonna take the belts at Japan? They just <laughs> got the belts. <laughs> That's exactly dude. what Mike said. There's no this is way, what... dude. Yeah. There's no I way. Have them. I
1: so have this them. is. This was my logic, too, Charlie, was, like, I thought, there's no way they're going to hit, ha- that's like 60 pounds worth of belts, they're going to have to have an extra check bag everywhere they go, and that's just such a pain in the ass, so I thought rapongi Vice was going to get it. I picked them to win. Yeah,
0: because we probably figured Roppongi could go, like, FTR is hot here, so. Yes.
1: Yeah, well, and they have how, a reputation in Japan, and I yeah. thought they would be amazing Ring of Honor champ- uh, tag champs, because,
0: yeah, they, yeah,
1: you know, they, FTR is... Yeah. I think bigger than Ring of Honor. Honestly, they're probably gonna compete oh, for yeah. uh the tag titles at all out coming up in September. So That's gonna
0: be that's I, gonna be interesting, man. I, I, I'm kinda hoping they can hold off on that, but with them yeah, exactly. boss, all the gold, that's gonna be that's gonna be a hell of a match, dude.
1: Oof. I yeah, it's almost a little too soon and I know, yeah. yeah it's I don't only know. two
0: months away. I know. I'm kinda like fuck I who they could hold hold off to the November pay per view for that, you know?
1: Yeah, FTR is selling so much merch, like on its own. I think I don't. Yep. I think if they took the belts away from them, they would still sell all these T-shirts. Their their, look, oh, yeah, their logo, new- their oh, brand, not- everything is everything is so great. It's it. seven
0: star. Like their new T-shirts now. They used to be six star. Now the seven stars out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the new seven stars are out. You know,
1: super. So I dropped a point there to the fellas. Uh, so Matt and Steve are going on two and zero. Oh. And the uh, show keeps rolling on. If you guys yeah. didn't have any more notes. Charlie, you, did you want to talk about Jeff Cobb at all? Uh, uh, no. My, I my notes on, on that was just
0: you? FTR way over. Um, no, that's pretty much it. You know, just the whole, you know, nothing nothing, nothing in particular. But they say just how, how huge FTR was over awesome. with the crowd.
1: Perfect. Yep. Awesome, man. It had to have been amazing. Goosebumps. Uh, and this next one was going to give you yep. goosebumps just by all the competitors involved yeah. in it. It's for the All-Atlantic Championship. Aww, so good. It was yeah. Pac, Miro, Malachi Black, and this Clark, Clark Connors fella that I've never yep. seen before fills in last minute for uh, the New Japan wrestler that was injured. I can't remember his name at the moment. But uh, all of us, I mean, we've been texting. The As soon it we was, saw was the for bells. Ishii. He was going to... Yes. Ishii.
0: That was ishi spot. He lost right. in the, in the tournament. Right, she put him in. Clark's um, good. I have seen him wrestle before. He wrestled yeah. um Tom Lawler um on a New Japan, and somehow I watched a random New Japan show. I think it was on Patreon, the box a while ago. I was like, dude, he's got a good look with the hair, the body. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, he's got a lot of potential. He lost obviously to Lawler because Lawler was he had the um their U.S. that U.S. Uh, New Japan U.S. heavyweight title, but I was like, he's pretty good, dude.
3: He's right. like a very good Heath Slater.
1: <laughs> yeah, or uh, a Dolph Ziggler or something.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking more like a riddle. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's exactly what I, I thought. That that's too. what we were yeah.
0: talking about. Like, he's a riddle, dude. He's a, he's a well, riddle.
1: Well, now he's got some balls the size of church bells to drag around because he went up against all these guys in a huge moment. Yeah. And Did held not, his own uh, just dandy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, yeah. All of us... We were we've been texting. Miro's gonna win this. This is a lock. Oh it's yeah, it's gonna be for him for sure. But why Mirror did we not Malachi. see
0: Pac? Nobody uh, saw that coming. I, yeah, that was that was a huge pop. We just lost it when he won, dude. Yeah, Cause yeah. no Because like I said, nobody had it, and we were like, "Fuck yeah!" I mean, it was that was <laughs> one of the matches. We like, "Fuck yeah!" He won it. Yes, you know, like a guy that deserved it. I mean, I don't know if they had it on TV, but everybody was chanting. The whole place was chanting. You deserve it.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: I heard yeah. that. We heard that.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: so um, that was, that yeah was, I think I've never been less disappointed to be wrong, because, I mean, Pac yeah. is just so damn good. It's he, like, well, he yeah, hell yeah, he it, deserves yeah, that. He
0: deserves it. Yeah, I'm so glad. The only other one would have been Malachi, because Malachi had a be- had a, hasn't had a belt. But, right. like, yeah, he deserved it. Right. Like, Rusev's pop was insane, too, dude. He's he's way over dude i think awesome, dude. i think he
2: goes face now to take on uh, malachi because the mist uh, yeah i mean Miro is great. basically cool. a face other than his whole yep. sacrilege thing which i think is awesome
0: And it was pretty cool too in that during the match you know because you guys probably couldn't see on the tv you know from where we could see it like we we, we saw like those guys sell so fucking good outside the ring. Like, there was times like you probably didn't see it. Like Yuda was laying. Yuda was out. He was laying on the ground on his back, looking up on the outside the ring for like it had to be three to four minutes, dude, selling. It was like it, it was like perfect. He was like, he's just fucking out, dude. And like like the Clark Connors, uh his move where he took it through to the table he was selling for a long time and my buddy scott was like hey look dude cars is getting up he goes get ready he's going to do that table spot on somebody and you can see him getting up and creeping around and then and then do it it was it's so fucking cool seeing that shit. like you wouldn't see it on tv because you can see yeah. him just creeping around the ring to to that to that spot set up and it was like holy shit, dude you know it's awesome seeing all that little shit, it's just awesome dude
1: it was amazing and uh we all picked Miro uh to win this so we nobody gained a point there yeah that would have been a tough um, one I,
0: I I might have taken Malachi but there's no way I would took Pac the only yeah, guy Pac. I knew that tucked only person I knew that took Pac was Brian Alvarez dude he called oh no, did he yeah he, he heard on the show he goes yep I predict he was I predicted on our show I'm like damn dude
1: that's yeah, got sense It makes sense. I like Like, that. It's like uh, oh, it's a
0: great pick. I love stuff like that because you think you know it, and they surprise you. And like that was another moment. Like I fucking jumped on my feet. We jumped on our feet. Like fuck yeah, dude. You know. I honestly,
1: I I honestly think if Pac looked like John Cena, he would be as famous as John Cena just by his skill set and what he can do. He's just so fucking ugly and deformed. (laughs) Uh, like, yeah, we were Physically, like, we were ch- and his hair yeah. is awful. And, and his beard, but we're the- like,
0: yeah, we should are get- like, yeah, we should shave his beard again and get his cape back. You know, just being Start his cape. Him. Yeah, like, that's yeah. right. Get his get his Mighty Mouse gimmick back. You know, could just be never all over again. Yeah, exactly.
1: He, right, I, yeah, he would be huge if he was just good looking, but he's not. But I'm glad he got a little shine on this show, a huge
0: show is, at that. His work is so good, man. He is, of so, course, yeah. He's so I fast would, in that ring, seeing him live.
3: I was so happy to see him win, and I think part yeah. of it was when we were making our predictions for this match. Like I had picked Miro, obviously we all did, but I picked Miro just because I feel like everybody assumed more than <laughs> this wanted was made him for to him. be. The Mid Atlantic yep. champion. Like, don't get me yep. wrong, it would have been awesome, and I still would have been happy with the result. But man, Pac was like such a great choice. Like, the yep. guy should have been, had a belt, you know, years ago at this point. So he's yep. long overdue. Really happy to and see him.
0: And he's an AW original. He came yes. in yep. when it first started. He was at. He was at all out.
2: Yep. He filled <laughs> in know? for uh, who was it? Um, Kenny
1: Omega. Yeah. And uh, Moxley yep. match, right? Yeah, yep. and he beat him. Yep. Yes, and beat Kenny. Oh, Kane. he beat
0: Kenny, too. Yeah, he beat, uh, we were shocked. We're like... Holy shit! kidding? Wow. They like, save
1: these big the
2: moments for Pac. Like, yeah, yeah. It was the
1: third Holy match shit. or something like
2: yeah. that. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking. The callback, wow. dude,
0: that was another shocker. Like you know, we thought for sure Kitty was winning.
2: You know, this All Atlantic. I think at least some of us were like, oh, think, they need another trios But, but if we, have, if they treat this division like the Miro's and the Malakai's and these dudes, that's just gonna be every title I'm, match is gonna be off the chart. Andrade, I'm a, I'm
0: Andrade, right. yep. Claudio, oh. Yeah. Yep, we said it last night, dude. If they do this belt, if they do this thing right with how they got it set up, where it's a, a wrestler's belt, this is going to be bigger than a TNT. Yeah, Easily. for
2: sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, basically Easily. going into Wednesday, Easily. it's already it's gonna
0: bigger. That's going to be their second biggest belt, dude. Because they kind of yeah. lost some of the shine with the flip flopping and stuff they've been doing. But yeah, that's gonna that's it's gonna be a bigger belt, I think.
1: Matt, you were kind of down on the All Atlantic Belt. Are you up on it now, bro?
3: Ah, time will tell. Time will tell is the best way to put it. But you know, Charlie, you make a really good point. If this is going to be the belt for the Malachi's, the Miros, that group of guys yeah. who you'll love to watch wrestle, but you're like, well, what? What? What can they, what are they do? Fighting for, yeah. What are they this is perfect for? for that. I we know that Wardlow has his eyes set on the TNT title, and I feel like a lot of Wardlow's matches have been storyline based. So if he wins TNT title and they make the TNT title more of a, I don't want to call it a gimmick belt, but like a storyline based title, that would be awesome. Like then each title has a separate place. You get, you like each one for different the workers. Yeah. Best, I like that. Best yeah, way they That can belt, yeah, that
0: belt, that TNT belt should, I mean, I know the name of the name work, but it's really the TV title. dude. it should just be like the TV title should be defended on TV weekly or every, or every other week. It should be, that's your TV title belt that should be always on TV every yeah. week. Yeah. And
2: yeah. then you save the All Atlantic to be defended on pay per views like the yeah, big certain, ones. Yeah.
0: Certain big shows, you know, big shows like mm-hmm. big um, dynamites and stuff like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was a great call. I think it's going to bring a lot more glue to the just disjointment that AEW is kind of in right now with injuries and bringing on these huge megastars, but developing their OGs and, you know, I, yeah, I think it is gonna make the waters it, a little colder. I, yeah,
0: yeah, Like you said, when you said over, I think the best move was putting that thing on Pac though. Mm-hmm.
1: because yeah, yeah. Cause Miro's a it.
0: guy; he's already had a belt, and okay, and yeah, and, and he's and over he's, like he's over like oh, Rover yeah, right he now, need, so
2: he'll he be fine. Need a belt,
0: dude. It's, yeah, I was like, holy shit, his pop was insane, dude. His pop right. was one of the top of the night, dude. Top three, top three of the night, easily.
1: Awesome to hear. Well, let's keep her moving and. Probably a huge pop that happened for this match. It was the Bullet Club versus Dudes with Attitudes. <laughs> so the Bullet Club was Young Bucks and El Fantasmo, and they took on Sting, Darby L, and Shingo Takaji. And um, this, I mean, this was amazing. It just kind of brought me right back to the old WCW days when Sting didn't come out the tunnel and you're like, yeah. oh. and the the announcers I think are just I was like, great, dude. yeah, I think Charlie, I was you didn't hear it, but great. but they did the announcement just like, where is he? Where is he? You know, like know, obviously we you know, he's,
0: yeah, yeah. they they shot the spotlight, and we're like two sections over, so we're looking up there, and we see Snake, we're like, what the fuck's he doing up there, dude? You know, <laughs> and then, I, re- and then, I was like, and then,
1: are they really gonna lower him down? A man his oh, age, yeah. no way. I, dude, that- I thought. If I that, thought they were going to. No. I thought the no same way, thing. No way, dude. I
0: figured something was going to be up. Because, dude, if you were in that building and see saw how high it is. I know. It's insane, dude. I know. That's
1: it's why like, I was like, are they really going to do this? I was He's thinking, gonna please die. don't. He's going to yeah.
2: die. Please yeah. don't. You just you just made nice with Martha, and then you're going to pull it's that.
0: Like, <laughs> it's like literally right? at the farthest end, too, because it's at the <laughs> rinks here, and it's at the farthest end of the stadium, dude. Yes. At the farthest, highest
1: point, dude. Well, they did a great job by like putting somebody up there that looked like him, and then like, he like yeah. basically teleported to the top of the tunnel <laughs> to do a yeah. sting, you know, flying splash onto the three guys that came out the ramp, like. And yeah. Sting is just you know projecting himself off of these twelve to twenty foot Thanks. elevations like a pro. I mean, I wish I'd be doing that at his age, yeah. getting it done like this guy can. Uh, and that's why me and Steve picked him to win this match. And Matt actually picked the Bullet Club to win this match, but I mean, it that wasn't a bad pick. Sick. I honestly thought about kicking out just because the Young Bucks are so hot right now, but because yeah. they are so hot, I can't you, lose. J- you just can't. Dudes with attitudes just had too much WCW reminiscence to it, and Tony Khan I think was hard for that, so that's why we went there. Wow. But you know, was my, logic. my logic, my logic is a really is... fun match though too. Oh yeah, Alpha and Tesmo did it great. Oh, my yeah.
2: logic. My logic is going to remain to keep picking Sting until he loses his first match because <laughs> he hasn't lost yet. Yep. What about Plus these they... nipple uh, squeezes? Did you see that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Phantasma? the history of that. That's that's a elf. That's El Fantasmos' move. He does. Oh, gotcha. Like, like the back scratches and the, like it too. If you oh, look at that was like so when good Matt, when Matt Jackson was doing all that flipping around and all that stuff. That's like a throwback to the stuff that they did in. At Bullet Club when they were heels, they would just that do all so that good. shit and dance around. And I don't know if you I saw was like Nick. Oh, I was dying. Nick was like doing the fucking thing with your, you know how you did that dance when you were a kid, where you're trying to move your legs and hands back and forth. And <laughs> right. All, uh, yeah, it Charlie. It was just a throwback to the Charlie. Uh, the
2: one thing stuff. that you missed not watching it on TV was Taz was in rare form. First of uh, all, he kept he? going. He kept going on about areolas, and I was dying. And then I, he uh, did. And then he did his yambag thing a few times.
0: Damn! I tell you, the thing that fucking that fucking marked me out when I fucking lost it, dude. When they did the stereo super kicks on Sting, and he goes back. and he popped up, yes oh, yeah. dude! I fucking jumped out of my seat and was just laughing. I was, like, the biggest sting mark. It was, like, it was yes. just so good, because he goes back, and it's, like, ah! it's, like, and I'm not even a sting mark, dude. Yeah. But it was just it's done contagious. so fucking well, because it was, like, they were, like, oh, shit. It was just done perfect. I lost my shit. And Scott was, like, dude, you're really enjoying this, arch. I'm, like, yeah, dude, this is fucking good fun dude and the whole
3: place came up out of their seats for that it
0: was so good that fucking that that was that was besides the stuff that osprey and um cassidy were doing that oh yeah popped out of my seat with the false finishes i did that sting fucking no cell no cell was fucking done perfectly dude i tell you
2: as a as a day one sting fan i just I cannot believe, I just cannot believe how over he is at 60-whatever. Dude, just- dude, the
0: crowd was nuts, dude. The crowd was going nuts on that move, dude. And they fucking lost their mind, too, when he in the beginning when he jumped off. Yeah. It's just crazy how this last run of his is perfect. Done so good, dude. Like, I was listening to the show today. They were like, this makes up for WCW or WWF kind of fucking up his last run. I just
1: just he's kind of like the Betty White of wrestling, like <laughs> he his just doesn't just gets go out with age um, like Betty White became more popular than ever, the older she got. it was kind of crazy. Kinda? It's, it's Benjamin like button that, style
0: a lot of sting. I saw a lot of Sting shirts, you know. I just
2: think, you know, I mean, WWE at the end of the day doesn't give a shit, but they, they like, look what they passed on. I mean, they had him wrestle like three matches, uh, and it was just such a lousy use of a legend and yep.
0: they and just then, did I, it I, to I, bury WCW. Oh yeah. It's back to the FTR match. Did you see the, um, did you see the tweet that, the, um, Dax sent out like after the match last night at some point last night where he's like, no, I think you was like, like just two or three years ago, we were on we were shaving each other's back on,
1: on <laughs>
0: SmackDown. And now they're fucking New Japan you know, they're New Japan, Ring of you know, Ring of Honor, AEW, uh, um, yep. CMLL or trip sorry, Triple A, all the championships they had, and they were gonna yep. fucking use those guys as jokers, dude.
2: Yep. Use those guys as ch- fucking
0: jokers. And they're like they're so good, dude. So fucking good.
3: Just real quickly, speaking of WWE, I'd love to get everyone's live reactions to some breaking news. So I was actually just uh, noticing that on Monday Night Raw, as we record, Raw's on, and John Cena was supposed to appear tonight. I don't know so if he has back. or was gonna. Yeah,
0: he came at the top of the hour, right before we were on. Okay. On, so yeah.
3: apparently, Daniel Bryan paid tribute. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw that. To John I heard that night. And, and Big Show.
0: And yeah, Big Show. Yep. Really? Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really how that's, it should be. It yeah, should it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool. It's kind of like um, where AJ Styles did the uh, slam Reversary thing last a uh, couple weeks yeah. ago. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. I saw that. That was pretty cool. You know, it's kind of cool that they're letting their guys talk. You know, because usually WWE doesn't. Once you're gone, you're gone. You know, they don't want to. They want to dis- disappear you until you until you come back to them. Right. So that is cool.
3: Wonder if uh, that has anything to do with Vince not being able to call CEO privileges right now. Still writing, hey, dude. Did you
0: guys hear the fuck? I mean, I, just this is other news. Did you guys hear the new the uh, new story about that old case where he basically raped Ra- that um that ref that that ref? And the fucking guy's got balls. Co- he came on TV again tonight. The- oh, did he? Cena. Yeah, he came he back not- out. To get his no chance at all, pop he introduced Cena. So he came out to his pop, did a commercial break, and he introduced Cena. You know he came, did his walk down to the ring and all that. It's like, dude, that's a fucking huge article about what you did this chick in the eighties, and you're you have no he has. He oh has no, no, no F's given. I hope I hope every girl that doesn't have a NDA comes out on what he what he did to him, dude. Because I read part of the article, what he did to her, dude, if it ain't rape, it's real close to it, dude. Wow. It's
1: real close to it. Ryback actually had a strong t- a tweet Ryback. about Vince, too. <laughs> did you guys see that? I, yeah. No, what he no. I don't know. He just said something to the sort of, like, oh, the real good shit's coming out, pal, and, like, fuck you, Vince, you piece of shit. Like, you know, just real direct, but the the it's just funny that Ryback is trying to you know Glom on. rise above in this whole shit storm. So, speaking of storms, um, oh. the next match was actually Thunder Rosa, current AEW Women's Champ, taking on Tony Storm, the fabulous female Aussie, uh, who's in impeccable shape, look great. Uh, Matt actually thought Tony Storm was going to take it over Thunder Rosa, I which I wouldn't good. have been mad about, but me and Steve been, held yeah. true. I wavered and, on uh, that one. Thunder but Rosa. That's yeah. a hard
0: pick. That's a hard pick because I could see him moving, but I could not see her moving. It, I, yeah. I, I don't know if it's I can't remember. Did I hear something about Thunder Rosa was going to travel or do something? I can't remember. Maybe it was a dream too, but I thought maybe <laughs> she was going to disappear for a while, and I was thinking yes. maybe that she would get the belt or something.
1: Well, Matt talked about that there was some ripples uh, backstage, like they, she wasn't being used properly and stuff like yeah, so you take that. Tony- you gotta take yeah, but
2: you got to take that with a grain of salt because like what culture and some people reported that. And then they also said that she wasn't, you know, she won the title and she wasn't used on the next Dynamite. And Couple it turns shows, out she yeah. was sick. So yeah, right. it's like, you got to take all that with it. I, I mean, I'm not saying she's not unhappy, but I think there's also that typical dirt sheet bullshit. That so is true.
3: I So I'm going to give my take on this. And, Charlie, I'm really curious to hear about what it was like in the building. So watching this on TV, the vibe I got from the match, and I feel like this happened at Thunder Rosa's last title defense as well, is I think she is a great wrestler, no doubt. It just feels like there's a ton of miscommunication or just clunkiness between her and most people she wrestles. Now, Serena Deeb, I think, was the exception by far. Yeah, Serena's a stud. But everybody else, for the most part, I feel like they're either trying to figure out what the next big move is gonna be, or they just look at the crowd and yell just to get like a a pop and try and get the crowd fired up. And they almost rely on that too much. I guess I'm curious, like, is that kind of how it felt watching it in person or was everybody just all for it?
0: I, I wish I could give you an honest answer, but me and quite a few people Went to the bathroom. <laughs> I was just about to say, man. I <laughs> went to the bathroom and went to the merch stand. And by the time I got back and caught the end of it. But...
1: I was just about to say I've been noticing a trend on like these AEWs and no disrespect to the gals, but yeah, they're always picked mid match, right after, you know, three, four amazing matches. And then there's a banger right after, which is Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy, which we'll get to. Right. So I would need to do that personally, too, because that was the match that I was most excited about. So it's like, okay, I chugged two beers, 32 ounces, whatever, seals broke, got to run, beat the crowd. There's 22, 24,000 people in that building. So that would be the match to take a piss.
0: Yep, we were like, dude, they're going to have to bring it down now, dude. We are like, let's go. Let's get, let's go now. Like, as soon as that mm-hmm. match, it's just, we're, we just knew it was going to be the women's match, and then uh, I mean, I heard the match was really good. It was, oh, yeah. The crowd was the crowd wasn't going crazy, you know, that we could hear, you know. But it, you know, it was a, I heard it was a quality match, and um,
2: I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, it was just no, you know, it was not a lot of hype. But it, 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 probably would have been a lot more hype if, like you said, Tony, if she would have won, the place probably would have went went over huge, but. I mean, it was like a, everybody, their mom went for the bathroom because they everybody kind of knew that it was, mm-hmm. was going to have a down, and then we're gonna they're gonna make their strong run to the end of the show with the next few matches.
1: And I think they know this because on TV, you know they they put Thunderosa's um um gear like they amp it up for the pay per view too. It's like okay, we know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to take a piss during your match, but we'll give you some amazing wardrobe. You're going to get an amazing intro. It's going to look great on TV. People at home will be right back and they'll watch the whole thing. But probably a lot of the people in the arena are probably going to take a piss. No disrespect. So, but um, yeah, Thunder Rosa did end up winning. She retains. Who is she going to wrestle next? I'm not sure. I mean, maybe Athena, maybe uh, Chris Statlander. I don't know. I mean, can't be Britt Baker anymore. But Tony would have been a good champ. But Tony Tony would have been good champion.
2: I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so
0: I guess but we'll it's... have to see like what they start with Monday, because they'll probably start start everything heading for um all out starting mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Start yeah. building it, building that.
1: Yep. A storyline we should keep an eye on. Uh but people hopefully they got back to their seats in time to get to Orange Cassidy and Will <laughs> Ospreay for the IWGP US title. I thought this was the perfect booking. If Will Ospreay is going to wrestle somebody, uh, you know, from the AEW roster, I think Orange is perfect. They complement each other so well. They both sell great. Their body uh, types are this pretty, you know, the same. They're both very athletic. I mean, it's it's really just a perfect booking. But we really thought. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, we all thought Will Ospreay was going to uh, take it over Orange Cassidy. I just think, you know, with Tony Khan inviting all these New Japan guys over, he's going to allow some of them to win, and this would be the match tonight because Orange is really hot. Like we mentioned before, he lost a little bit of heat from his injury, but we just saw him on Dynamite uh, last Wednesday, and he was putting on spots that were yeah, amazing. He'd be in great form. His, he's on the rise for sure, and. Pairing him against Osprey was a great move. I, it was very entertaining. So, what was the vibe like inside the arena for this one, Charlie?
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I hear you. I I wasn't sure how this match was gonna go because I, you know, because I'm used to Osprey doing really athletic guys like Ricochet and Kenny and guys like that. So I wasn't sure what to expect with this match. Cause, mm-hmm. but it was match of the night, dude. Match mm. of the fucking night. I yeah. And those false finishes at the end, yeah, fucking! I jumped out of my, we jumped, I jumped out of my seat like three of the last three because I thought it was over. It was incredible once they got going, dude. Well, yeah, they had some a, great
1: crowd shots on TV too of people just being like, oh, we lost, like clawing their faces off. We, we they lost couldn't our it.
0: mind, dude. It was it was phenomenal, dude. Because I was like I said, I wasn't really, I, I, you know, I wanted like Daniel Bryan or somebody to wrestle Will, you know, the or you know somebody that you know with a bigger profile but this was you know they i i, I still think it was some other guys say um uh orange cassidy's coming out match was with him when he wrestled kenny but i think this was his true coming out match because he was fantastic dude just yep. all the little shit they were doing like the time too like when he had um orange stretched out and he reaches in orange's pockets. Yeah. He pull, flicks the crowd off. Yeah. That was, that was so up. good. Was the crowd fucking... loved that. Yeah. And then like, you know, uh, there's another scene where orange is doing his uh, weak kicks. And then, you know, there's some kind of like, what the fuck? And then at some point he started, he gave him like real kicks, you know, and it was just like, Holy shit, dude. It was so good. Then those false finishes. Cause I mean, like you said, you, everybody knew will was probably going to win, but they worked that match so well. That I, you know, you were thinking he's fucking, Orange might beat him. And that's the best thing that I think any guys in the ring can do. They, I, we really believed at some point that Orange was going to win because it, because he kicked out of all his finishers, dude. And Will was Mm -hmm. just like, what the fuck, dude? And it was just Mm -hmm. such a good match, dude. And Orange is, it's like, now I feel like Steve, you probably, I don't know if you remember this, but remember we saw Orange in the lobby? That day at um, Starcade weekend, he was at the he was in the lobby yeah. at the hotel, and now I wish we would've went up and got a picture, because he was kind of standing there like, hey, he would've, he would've gladly taken a picture of yeah. us. Yeah,
2: and now he's such a big... Now, now he's, he's the so, shit.
0: And now he's so big that, you know, it's like, we shit, saw we should've, we should've we got We saw him picture. after
1: Dynamite on, in yeah. Milwaukee. I saw him. He was just him. walking like, down the walked, street. Yeah, and people really? were stopping him. I, he must've been walking to the Hyatt, like he yeah, had his they, luggage... They stayed right across
0: the street. Now yeah, I mean, here's a, yeah, I, I watch Being the Elite, so they literally stayed right there. So next time they coming down, if you want to be a mark, just go to that hotel and hang out, dude. Because they Let's were tailgate. All, they were all like, <laughs> hanging fucking hotel. They were they filmed a bunch of skits for Being the Elite there.
1: Oh sweet. Oh yeah. It was nice. like
0: they were just right there, dude. I was like, holy shit, dude.
1: That's well, like, yeah, next time, next time. Yeah, I, just even
0: just book a room and stay down there so they're like, "What do you a room here?" Yeah. So you could fucking just they were all there, dude. They all everybody stayed there.
3: As someone who watched this on TV, I agree with Charlie that this was the match of the night. I I bet on all the false finishes at the end. I do think it took a little while for this match to get yeah, going, they, at least to the level. They worked it slow, yeah. It right.
0: took a little and, bit. And yep. if
3: you've seen any Will Ospreay matches before, you knew that he was holding back probably at least yep. halfway through the match. Yep. So once yep. they finally got going, it just kicked into a whole nother gear. And I, I was kind of like you, Charlie. Like for a little bit, I thought Orange was going to win. Yeah.
0: But then when were, Will uh...
3: Ospreay won, I almost felt disappointed. But then I looked back after a second and thought – Oh yeah, totally. Like, why would he have lost? Like, yeah, I would have yeah, picked exactly. him to win any time. you anytime. think about
0: it? Yeah. Yep. But like, like, when you in that that moment? And they're like, dude, they might fucking he might win this, dude. And that's like the best. That's the anybody best. Can do. Yeah. Yep. And you know, it was it was just great. It was it was the that four weight. You know, we'll talk about that. Was great too. But it, it was between those two for a match. Depending on what you like. Those two were the match of the night easily. In a, nice. You know, FTR is a strong second or third that tag team match, but yeah, yeah, it was either one. It was either those two matches were tops, dude. It was it was nuts. It was yeah. great, yeah. dude. It, it was on great. a night
1: that's very competitive for match of the night. I would have to agree with you too. And that was the match that I was super excited about. I'm so glad they executed it well, and both guys told an amazing story, and it was fun. It was well executed. The false finishes, total package. If you love wrestling, give them this match. Yeah, but we got to keep it moving here because we got a couple more matches to get to, and we want to yep. talk about this amazing match right now. It was Zack Saber Jr. versus the mystery opponent, and the boys and I uh, predicted who was going to come out. Right, Steve was the only one that picked Cesaro, aka what? Claudio. What? Yes. Okay, oh because my God. because listen, Charlie, this is hilarious. This Jesus. Is hilarious. So so Matt actually. He let off. He actually had the honor of picking last, but he's like, "Fuck you guys," I, he said. Gargano was gonna show up, and Gargano yeah, was yeah. gonna win, which would have been a lot of fun. And then when Charlie, you said, whoever, "What's whoever, his name?
0: Yeah, whoever debuted was gonna win. But go ahead.
1: Uh, didn't you say some Gargano was in Chicago or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he was in
0: Chicago, but but this was before you guys knew it, though. But yes. He showed on his Twitter him leaving Chicago that oh, afternoon, too. Yeah. So it was oh, like, fuck, really? yeah, yeah. So it was like, oh, shit. He,
3: well, I saw him do that, but me? I was also thinking I was getting worked.
2: So, so did I. I mean, like, I didn't okay, think he I thought night. he was going to show up as another surprise, yeah. like an
1: yeah. MJF thing. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, it was legit. Once you saw the picture, it was like he's on the flight and it's saying going back to Orlando. And it was like, oh, it's not. You're not getting worked, dude. that was like it's legit dude he he uh he he saved everybody the the hope of him coming out
1: (laughs) charlie do you know who wheeler Yuta beat for the pure ring of honor championship that took place uh back Uh, in march or february or something
0: what's his name josh
1: yes josh
0: woods josh woods
1: (laughs) do you want to guess who picked him to be the mystery opponent for Zack saber jr
0: Probably you, dude. <laughs> that would right. be I the to... biggest dud. Yeah. Av- <laughs> here's what you, here's, here's what I learned, and here's where, and here's what you can take it by. And I've done that. Tony, if Tony has a surprise, it's gonna be big.
1: Yeah. It's and I always, didn't think about I, that.
0: Yep, yep. I I, 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 I fell in that too before. Whenever and I've noticed whenever he, and another guy said whenever he does a surprise, it's going to be big. There's no, right. there's no duds, dude. The only dud, so, there was one dud. Oh, when that big guy came out, that was the only dud. When the big sev, uh, the Indian. Oh
1: yes, came the, out. But, the best. Oh yeah. Indian yeah, basketball but player, everything else is True.
0: legit. Like the Punk, the Daniel Bryan, the Adam Cole. You know, those right? Are huge. See well, him. Yeah, when
1: they announced that it's going to be somebody, and Daniel Bryan announced that it's going to be somebody big. Fucking I was Josh like, you know, on Woods. a. Josh Josh hey, bro. Listen, listen, listen. I was thinking, you know, he had the wrestling background. He's got, you know, on a card where there was so many names that not a lot of people knew watching the pay per view. Maybe it's like, oh, I can get a deal on this Josh Woods guy. I can save a little money. This si- and Silas that. Young,
0: Silas would have got a bigger pop than Josh. That's, oh, he would have gotten a pop. Silas is more popular than him, dude.
1: <laughs> him in the black. uh... Cool combat club would be pretty cool. Silas Young, he he could add a little. Uh, beef I I, hope and... gets,
0: I think he's gonna get when they get Ring of Honor back. They're trying to get motion. They they get a pay per view. They're gonna do another pay per view. I think Silas right. is definitely gonna. He's Hell definitely. Yeah. I don't know. He did don't know well on his co-
2: Smokey yeah. show.
0: Yeah, my dad was like, "Holy shit!" And I was telling you know, my dad was like, "He's good. He can do everything." I'm like, "Yeah, dude." I was telling my dad, I used <laughs> to fucking go see him every Friday night at this little fucking bar off of Thirteenth Street. This little, little Mexican bar, they'd be in the fucking backroom wrestling, dude. And it was like, you would see him. It was like, yeah, this dude's good, dude. Why is he still here, dude? You know, it was like, this, and we're talking, this was like, probably like, like 2016, 2015, you know, mm. back then, you know, before he got the ring of honor, it was like, he's really good. He was, he was just the most talented guy on the show. You
1: know, he hangs sure. out at the Drunk Uncle too.
0: Yeah, I used to see him at the Animal House too. I used to talk to him there too. He was he used to train people and stuff. He's it's a cool dude. Just a he's he's your Milwaukee dude, dude. He's totally he's a, he's a Milwaukee dude <laughs> without a doubt.
1: Like Champa, but with an actual future with a company.
0: No, he's a real no. <laughs> Champa's from Massachusetts. He just married a chick from Milwaukee.
1: Oh, okay, I okay. oh, it.
0: Fucking Silas is from the south side of Milwaukee, dude. He's mm. from—he's Milwaukee, dude. He's a dude. He's a dude yes. you'd be partying with, Mike. He—he's that dude. Yes, Champ yes. just kind of Keno because His wife was here, but Silas is born and raised Milwaukee, dude.
1: <laughs> That's great, Future yeah. Crusher. Yeah, maybe we'll much. He'll have his own fest someday. But um, yeah. So we thought, uh, both me and Steve that. Zack Saber Jr. was to win, so I was stupid. I would,
0: yeah, yeah. That's it's a tough pick. Yeah, I would add a tough pick on that one. But you fit but you figure Zach could lose over here. You know, he wasn't ru- and he wasn't wrestling for his bout... The ref Pro belts or anything,
2: so I was talking to a friend today and uh they were saying, Why didn't Zach Saber Jr. win? And I was like, Listen, first of all, I picked him, which in hindsight was dumb because the minutes the minute Claudio came out, I'm like, There's no way yeah, he's yeah, losing. Fuck, yeah, and he I, slipped, I think no and I think the logic it would have been stupid. You're right. Unless Zach Saber Jr. was signing with AEW, you bring in Claudio to be in the Blackpool Combat Club, he's gonna be part of blood and guts. Yeah, They're, exactly. There's no yeah. benefit to yeah, him losing.
0: Yeah, exactly. They had no idiots. He's gonna be part of the team he's gonna be in that match yeah yet he's gonna lose at the pay per view on sunday yeah
1: no i that was dumb that was like my dumbest pick <laughs> totally well right, honestly charlie listen to this i actually <laughs> i, I would have earned two points from the boys if justin would <laughs> <Josh Woods. laughs> come out i didn't i've never even seen this guy before in my life i actually said i took to the internet he's a
0: good wrestler though but he's
1: right yeah 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 So, okay, Steve was the only one that gained a point there. We talked a little bit about Claudio coming out. We we were so – I think he's a perfect fit. uh, Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, dude, the pop. Well, yeah, we talked about it, but the pop was nuts, dude. It was one of – it's just like we saw Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, everybody on their fucking feet, boom, just going nuts, dude. Just going nuts.
2: Perfect choice.
0: And they started the match out great too, you know, where he does his shit and a real quick try to oh, pin it. And was it... like, Oh shit, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been a... something. That was a great start to, the the way to kick the match off, you know, it set a good tone for that match. Absolutely.
1: You know? And he really sold his arm hurting the whole time. Yeah. Just a yeah, pro. dude,
0: yeah, listen yeah. to a show today. Cause I thought he was like, dude, he came and got fucked up. I'm like, he was the guy was like, nope, dude, he's just a really good seller, dude. I was yep. like, fuck, he had me work, dude, because he was fucking working that injury, dude, like he hurt well, something.
1: Zack Saber it's the perfect opponent for him too, cause Zach Saber Jr. is, is the stud. perfect you know, just technician where like yep. what else are you gonna do in this match is sell. All you gotta do is wrestle and sell. Wrestle sell. Yep. This is what it's gonna be a grind. And the way this match is gonna get over is just in the little tiny details. And that's what Zack Saber Jr. is so good at, and that's what Claudio does well. He's as strong as hell. Like oh, he's yeah. as strong as anybody. Dude, but him, also, him he picking, will put it too. Him into.
0: picking him up and walking out yeah. the stairs with him? That, that was so was cool. fucking nuts, dude. That was crazy. That was with nuts. one arm. That was fucking nuts, dude.
1: And Zach Saber Jr. has gotten bigger too. He used to be a twig, yes, but now he's he got a little meat on his bum I,
0: I said that mm-hmm. that night too, Mike. Good catch. He had put he put some size on, dude. He's he's looking good. He's gonna be a star. Yeah, he put mm-hmm. he put at least fifteen to twenty pounds on. He's filling out really nice. I said that last yes. night. I'm like, dude, he put some fucking size on, man. because like you said, Mike, Mike, he was a fucking twig, dude. He was a twig, mm-hmm. dude.
1: Yeah, he was pretty spry, and it made the yeah, like it it, it made the submissions look really good. But now, yeah. the way that Kyle O'Reilly is kind of beefed up, Zack Saber is the perfect medium between what he was to what Kyle O'Reilly is. Yep. Zack Saber. Zack Saber is where you want to be. Yep. If that yep. makes any sense.
0: Yep, it makes sense. But yeah, yeah. All right. no, he definitely put some size on. I noticed that too
1: well speaking of size this is a match of seismic proportions it's basically with all the best wrestlers in the world put into one match it is jay white versus adam cole versus adam hangman page and okada all in one beautiful fatal four-way for the iwgp world heavyweight championship and boys 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 was this hard for me to watch because right when this match was happening was when The Stanley Cup was going on and minutes were whittling away, (laughs) whittling away in a 2-1 game or whatever score it was. And I'm just like, yo, this is the Stanley Cup. The lightning are down. I'm going back and forth. Kristen's Kristen's down with me because Gina was actually sleeping. So she's like, why aren't you watching the Stanley Cup and going back to wrestling? Or like, what's going on? I'm like, bro, this is like one of the biggest matches of all time. But it's, this is the Stanley Cup, the greatest trophy in all of sport. I mean, like when it's presented, you have to watch like literally the Stanley Cup is the only thing that could be a showstopper for me to not watch this match. And that's how amazing it was. So Charlie, why don't you take us through this match that had so much built into it? What was uh, the vibe like for this one?
0: Oh uh, the vibe that's why I taped that Adam Cole fucking entrance. It was insane, dude. Everybody was, you know, doing the boom. Adam Cole was just so fucking loud for that. Okada's oh entrance was nuts, dude. That was so glad He got a pop. His pop was up there with Claudio's. In between him and Claudio were the top two pops of the night, man. The match was just, just... It was just great. And, they, you know, they're working back and forth. And then when Cole turned on um, Jay White, gave the backstabber, that was great. You know, it was just... A really worked match. The only thing that sucks, Okada didn't get the Rainmaker in, but it yeah. was just, it was just, it was fun, dude. It was just a fun, good match. It was just like,
1: it was fun. Four, That's what four, I was
3: telling Kristen. I was pros, like, this is dude. really fun.
0: Four fucking, four great pros, you know? When this
3: Absolutely. match started, um, in the very beginning, when the crowd's chanting, holy shit, and the bell had barely yeah
0: that was fucking great yeah that was really cool and i was actually watching it out
3: um becky was actually traveling this weekend she got home about halfway through the show and sat down and watched this match with me and when the bell rang and you see these guys standing in the ring she looks at me and just goes wow you really like wrestling don't you because i think she even realized (laughs) the magnitude of what was happening and i i actually like had to explain who these guys are i'm like so it's like the best guy in new japan versus the champion of new japan versus adam cole who she knows who adam Cole is yeah and just like all these massive stars in one match at the same time it's It's just just crazy dude
0: it's just crazy to get that to get that caliber of match dude it's just like all right that's what i mean that's why you know obviously we all get the holy shit shit going like Holy fuck. you know, they milked it pretty well all standing in their corners. It was just, just great dude. that. I mean, it was one of the funnest crowds because it's just such a smart wrestling crowd there, man. It's just, I can see why they just keep doing Chicago. Cause they're going to, they're going to sell out no matter what, no matter what, long as they put a decent show together, they're selling out in Chicago, dude. Cause like you said too, people travel, like they're, like John Moxley mentioned, you know, there's probably you know I heard accents. People from all all over the world came for this show, dude. You know,
1: right? I think I mentioned this last show. It's like when you go to a AEW show and you think you know something about wrestling, you are gonna go and feel so dumb about wrestling compared to people you've never met or even think existed before. Like people are so dialed in, and they just it's like going to church, basically. This is like, you know how people take the the pilgrimage to Mecca? This is it. <laughs> this was it. Chicago has been that for all in, all out when this whole first thing started and now to do it with Forbidden Door. This is the holy pilgrimage, the holy grail of if you are a hardcore wrestling mark.
0: Oh yeah. Especially with the New Japan fans, dude. Those dudes are hardcore. Like it's that show we went to, they sold out. You know, New Japan sold that show out. And it's just Just the Chicago people are just wrestling fans, or they just know. Like, these guys knew New Japan that were sitting by us like the back of their hand, and I was glad I went Scott because Scott's a huge New Japan fan, too. So he schooled Mm -hmm. me a lot of stuff, dude. It was just just great. It's like, holy shit, there's so much you don't know. And I put it, like, this way, too. Two of the best shows I've been to have something in common, New Japan. I think New Japan makes... You know because all the all the guys yes. that go to that start in new Japan they have to be young boys do the dojo and work their way up so they' are yeah. all solid workers dude there's not a new Japan guy that's on TV or on a show that is not a good worker like uh-huh. that's what I think makes their product so good is like all those guys can work like you know you're talking about el fantasmo mm-hmm. he's a he's a minor league guy not a minor but he's a minor player in bullet club he's not even the you know he's He's you know he's one of their great workers, but he's not a big character. And he's just fantastic, dude. He's just right, fantastic right. in the ring, dude. You know.
1: Well, in WCW and maybe a little bit of WWE tried, but for the timing, for where everything is and technology, the way the internet just shapes our lives and we can see things the way and stream yep. them. Like this is just really the golden era like just yeah. the start of like what the possibilities can be for promotions oh, yeah. to do stuff I, like this I, I, it's, I think it's just new a japan, really fun time I'll,
0: yeah and i think if new Tra- i'll watch it weekly if, if new japan can get back on like access tv like they're on weekly i would start I'll i would start watching that because it's such an Most entertaining definitely. show and i think the thing that helps AEW so much with the new japan connections is all those guys wrestled in new japan dude so they have the connections they can they can work things out and it's going to be easy and you know there's no i mean there's obviously politics and matches and who's going to go over and that but they're but like tony's willing to work like you know people were talking shit about tony dude tony's a fucking genius dude last mm-hmm. night was a perfect example of how fucking good this guy is and how much of a fan he is cuz that show was solid on a very short build and with a lot of, you know, a lot of people questioning it. It was fantastic. Fantastic.
1: This is is actually the, the perfect example of somebody who is so rich, actually caring. Mm -hmm. Like if there's more people like him in the world, like people that are, you know, like with his wealth and have an idea with the creativity and going for it. Like this is what the world could be. Like he's doing something for us. Like, he's giving the people what he wants he's yeah. a
0: fucking fan that's the beauty of it he's the hardest of the hardcore fans with money that wanted to one invested and he goes i know we can do it better dude i know i can do it better because he's wonderful because he came up in the ecw nwo um ecw era and he knows good wrestling you know and he's been keeping track and he's you know, I think once he, once Cody and those guys in the Bucks sold that they could fill that arena, I think he was in, dude. I think he was like, I think we could do this, dude. And he, and he's just been kicking ass, taking names, signing guys, taking chances. Like a perfect example of how genius this guy is, or how good he is, or he can see talent 2.0. I would have <laughs> never thought 2.0 would be entertaining, dude. Never. Kevin, no thinking, one's
1: put him. Kevin yeah. Owens uh, put him in touch with Chris Jericho. Oh, it's like, I? hey, you should talk to my buddy. Yeah, oh. I listened to that Jericho appreciation. Okay, that's so right, I yeah. yeah. And Kevin Owens was like, hey, you gotta meet my buddies. And those guys went over to Chris Jericho's house, never meeting him, and they were just like, you know, like Chris Jericho, you know, he's met everybody. He's partied with everybody. It's like, when you meet brand new people, especially wrestlers, he's probably like, do I really even want to hang out with these guys? But he liked them enough to like, know that they're like keep them around but yeah tony khan was smart enough to go forward with them where nxt lacked
0: yep they're i would have never because they were just they had that goofy look at nxt and they weren't <laughs> they weren't able to talk like they were and like like that look i watched like i caught am so i'm kind of watching some of it on youtube the the pre-play of the show like they did that five jerko did that fireball and 2.0 it was just perfect 2.0 talking to him and shit and it's like like oh dude man it's just so fucking good dude and then i don't did you i watched that back you you should watch jericho's face after he throws the fireball he does this like like crazy look it's so fucking funny dude he's just a. I hate his politics but he's so fucking good dude so good
1: thousand percent and we were all a thousand percent on our prediction we all picked jay white to win this um but the the ending was kind of weird though right
0: Uh, oh yeah it was a little kludgy i if i you know i was saying this was this was at the show and i was saying to scott dude i was like dude adam cole's gonna win dude probably i was like Hmm. i think they're gonna i think i think or no was it was it? I can't remember now, but I was like, oh, they're going to switch the boat because they gave FTR. Oh, no. So go ahead. I'm, I'm... It's the next match. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, I know I would. I would have probably I, if I picked, I would have picked Okada. Yeah, Maybe probably over. Yeah, because I would have figured. I would have been torn between Jay White and Okada because I was like, they got to, you know, Okada's a bigger name, but they're doing a great thing now. Okada, Okada chasing is great. Cause he's your yeah. baby face, Jason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was good. I, they said Adam Cole got a concussion because it ended kind of kludgy you mm-hmm. know. So I think he's gonna be. Hopefully, I heard something about he's gonna take some time off, get his shit together, you know, heal up some. So
1: that be hopefully, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they're doing what they're doing with Jay White. I know the ending was a kind kind of like abrupt and yeah, not like I think he was concussing, He I, couldn't I, kick I, out. Yeah, I tuned in, like, I watched the cup for a while, and then I was like, okay, I need to get back to this match, and right when I I caught, like, the last 20 seconds of, like, the sequence of it, and I was like, oh, that was kind of random. So, uh, did was was the crowd a little, like, confused, or you you said they were alright?
0: Yeah, I because mean, like you said, like, everybody knew Jay White was going to win, it's just a matter of how he won, and it just wasn't, True. like, the big finish that we thought it would be, but it was like, oh, okay, whatever, we saw a great match okay, let's go to the championship match. You know, was it wasn't, nobody was like, oh, that's bullshit or freaking out or nothing. You know, I think everybody assumed he was going to win and let's let's get on to the next match, you know? It wasn't perfect. Yeah, the crowd didn't lose any energy. Nobody was like, everybody was kind of like, oh, what the fuck happened? You know, there's was more like, what happened with that? Did he, did Rensburg fuck up with, not Rensburg, the other guy, um, other did he fuck up with the count and he didn't, he shouldn't have counted and, but it was basically, I think Adam Cole was supposed to kick out, and he didn't have the strength to kick out or something like that. So
1: we heard he had a concussion today too. Yeah.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So, but the match did go on for probably at least a half hour, right? Yeah, it was so. the longest,
0: probably twenty twenty five minutes.
1: Seemed like the longest match of the night, and yeah, the way it wrapped up because, like you said, Charlie, they wanted to get onto the main event match, keep the momentum going while you still got the energy. you yep. want to get onto the. Uh, last match of the card, and the way it stands right here is we're gonna have a winner of King Buka. But first, it's John Moxley versus the Ace Tanahashi yeah. uh, for the interim AEW Championship. Yeah, amazing no, this was, stuff.
0: Yeah, this was a match that's like I was telling Scott. I'm like, dude, this is gonna be a title change. I think Tanahashi's gonna get it. So I was like, they gave they gave FTR the they gave FTR the um New Japan belts, so they're going to give them another belt. So that's what was my thinking. Because we're right. still talking, we're like at the end of the show, we're like, now how are they going to get that back on Punk? It's you know with two guys that are really popular, it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting to see how they get that back on Punk, or if Punk gets it back or not. You know, that's gonna well, Punk
2: be- still has it.
0: Yeah, but they're going to have an interim. You know, they're going to have a title to the interim. They're going to have to fight to see who gets right. the belt. Yeah, who's undisputed, basically. So I was well, like, we how, all... do they, how do they get there, dude? That's the question.
1: We were all you know. with you, Charlie. We all picked Tanahashi to win. We didn't think Moxley would do it I, since yeah. he was a former champion. And I thought Tony Khan would be just so hard to see in his list of AEW champions to have Tanahashi's name in it. It would just look so great. The photo op would be good. The history just be like, oh, remember that time when Tanahashi... Filled in for CM Punk, and it was at Forbidden Door that historical show. It just just made so much sense. So the the fact that John Moxley won this was just very surprising, to be quite honest with you.
0: Yep, and I tell you what. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. My notes from um, and near the end of that match, there because the crowd lost their fucking mind when Tanahashi kicked out of the when he when he uh, kicked out at the one count. That's mm. when it crowd. Oh, yeah, that hurt, was really dude. cool.
1: That, that was really crowd, cool. We were
0: like nuts. Everybody was going for Tanahashi, then, and they, which was smart. They took it home pretty soon after that, because that crowd had turned, dude. Everybody was rooting for Tanahashi after that that one kick out, dude. And it was like um, good thing that they took it home pretty quick after that, because. Crowd was going for Tanahashi. Tanahashi looked good, man, because he didn't look too good Wednesday. You know, kind of moving around, kind of moved around a little stiffer. But he, he, had, he, he, you know, he did the best that he. did he. I thought he did a great job in this match. You know? I thought he did
3: too. I, I, I totally get what you're saying though, Charlie. Like I'm glad they went home when they did. And honestly, even watching on TV, I they they could have done it even quicker or not had Tanahashi kick out at one because yeah, because when
0: that happened,
3: <laughs> yeah, when Moxley won i almost felt like wait is this like a heel turn uh, and also making him the champ like it's just something about it yeah felt it felt weird different. weird
0: yeah. yeah it felt and weird it was like okay fuck it he won it cool But but, right. but if, if they would have let if they would have won it for five more minutes there might have been a problem yeah. <laughs> there
3: might have well, there might have been
0: a problem dude
3: and to be fair i could understand them turning moxley heel if for no other reason than when he come, goes back up against Punk, if they want to keep Punk as a face for now, it yep. would be a great face-heel dynamic uh, between those I two. Punk, so, I hope
0: Punk goes heel.
3: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but we'll, we'll have to see what happens when he co- gets back.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the, the, yeah the, the crowd was into the match, dude. The only thing, I don't know if you guys noticed it on TV, there was a, a while where it kind of got, the crowd kind of like was watching. There was two dudes getting kicked out. Mm. And they started, They I don't know what happened, they started fighting the security, like, moved oh, them I out of there. Oh, I did see that. It was like a disruption, because we saw it, and we are like, look, yeah. I thought it was on the floor, but it was like really straight down from us, because like, everybody's like, oh, what's going on? And it kind of took, in the building, <laughs> I could see like, it on TV, I don't know, but in the building. It's Michael Wardlow! It <laughs> everybody <it> took everybody's <laughs> attention away from the ring for a few minutes, to see what was going on with that, you know? Was that
3: during the final match? Yeah,
0: yep. Wow, okay, yep.
3: that i could kind of see that because it felt like the crowd and this is partly charlie why i was asking you if the crowd felt kind of deflated after the four-way and how it ended because no. during the match with moxley Tanhashi there was a while where i felt like the crowd wasn't really into the match but that would make it was that sense fight. if you were distracted by and it was that. a while if,
0: if you look on the dirt sheets they got videos people took videos of it it was pretty wild dude Uh, The dude started punching, the security guard was like punching the dude and was like, he was going to clock him, but the guy held back because he could have clocked the guy one more time hard, but he kind of held off. They dragged two guys out of there. So that's when the crowd kind of like, oh, what's going on? And then everybody kind of switched back to the match at that time because everybody was kind of watching that with like, what the fuck's going on over there?
1: WWE probably wishes there was a fight happening when the wrestlemania <laughs> yeah. sign was on fire and melting on people underneath
3: it no kidding it's the first thing i thought of too when you said that
1: nice all right boys well uh that probably about does it here uh we wrapped up all the matches unless you got some more notes for us before we get to promo no. of the week
0: yep, yep i do I get all my notes on
1: Awesome, dude. Well, we appreciate you doing that for us, Charlie. Yeah, so I was
0: like, oh, shit, I should take some notes, man, to be like, because you forget. Yeah. While you're there. I was like, just take just quick jot, jot down notes of things, you know, because some of the guys you listen to post-show, like some of these guys, they fucking, I don't know how they do it. They're watching live shows and calling moves and how guys got pinned. It's like, how are you writing notes for that, dude? It's crazy.
1: hmm Hey, this is your start, man. Like I said, we're gonna have to no, we're gonna have good. to start paying you, Charlie, because some other sure. podcast is gonna pick you up. And <laughs> no, 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 uh, you're a field reporter. I mean, that it's was not. What
0: I, mean. I it was one. I, I get it. It was one of those shows you guys should have been at, dude.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it was, I wish. It was. The, I, hey,
0: know you, I, I know you. Good yeah, thing it's, though. It's Lid MKE
1: had record sales this nice. weekend of all time. So that's what made this show so sweet. I was sitting on my ass with a wad of cash, and money (laughs) directly deposited this morning, so (laughs) I was just like, wow, I love Charlie, and I love that he's there, but man, this feels good, because I'm fucking tired, and yeah. I
0: guarantee if little Gino wasn't there, you might have went, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You you would have skipped that last day of the fest. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah that's true no that's totally true you, good call I bet
0: you would have dude Right down stop at a dispensary get a little pizza <laughs> fight yes. that's your that's your Sunday bro <laughs> oh.
3: I, yep
0: that's that's a, that's a, that's a, that's your Sunday in you prob- Illinois Mike
1: you probably would have took in my gas money this round Charlie last time I offered when we went down to that rampage I was like uh, hey you I want don't, some gas uh,
0: man, no, no? I was like fuck it you know? Wait, right. M-
1: Mike, were you gonna go to
2: promo of the week? Didn't you? You didn't announce who the King Booker is. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, do the King Booker.
1: Well, it will th- be King Booker after we do promo of the week because oh, we have to keep the fans. Who cares about? Of the week.
0: What a what a hater! <laughs> He's stringing the well, crowd along. Lame-o
1: of the week. He's stringing the so- crowd along. It's so appropriate, and I know it's getting late, so thank you so much for listening to us this long and this deep into the show, but this promo of the week is so good, it is from Olga from America, (laughs) could have fooled me, but it's Yokozuna, captured, transforming a Japanese sumo wrestler and bringing him into the squared circle, Uh, so thank you Olga for that it's yokozuna with mr fuji promo after winning the wwf title at king of the ring 1993 i love this era of wrestling i love the king of the ring and i do remember this vividly so without further ado let's get to yokozuna and mr fuji it's probably going to be done with a lot of talking of mr fuji let's take a listen we are here at the just concluded king of the ring i'm with the brand new world wrestling federation champion yokozuna and his manager, Mr. Fuji. Yes. In an interview conducted earlier, you stated you would hold a celebration here in America. Why? Why? Simple.
2: Because my Yokozuna won the WWF Heavyweight Belt right here in beautiful America. So we celebrate Yokozuna and myself in America.
1: Now, when would this celebration take place?
0: Ah, perhaps July 4th, boy, son. Huh?
1: Well, wait a minute. July 4th is, uh, well, it's a big holiday. As a matter of fact, yeah. The 4th of July is America's birthday. Why would you celebrate on the 4th of July? Why?
2: Because America celebrates Independence Day. Yokozuna and Mr. Fuji celebrate
1: with America. Where would this celebration take place? We have beautiful landmark in
0: America. Uh, historical, historical landmark in America.
2: Yes, Wait a right.
1: minute, Mr. Fuji, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. That's disgusting. What? I think you're actually trying no. to desecrate an American <laughs> no. holiday, aren't you? No, 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 no. You no, no Yokozuna, no, no, no. up to no, your... No, is no. that what we're going to expect no. from you? Oh, come on. Oh, boy, so. I can't believe you did. <laughs> <That's laughs> disgusting, really. Banzai, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> this was a very well-timed... Um, promo. Thank you, Olga, for submitting that. If you want to submit your promo of the week, just hit us up by KeepTheKFabe 414 at gmail.com or just DM us on Instagram or Facebook at KeepTheKFabe. So, the King Booker is what we need to address before we wrap it up tonight. So, we do have a winner. And as former King Booker me, myself, I had this was a really tough card to defend. And it didn't get tougher for anybody but matt michelson uh. he came in with a record of four and six he had a lot of bold picks he was uh you know feeling pretty high on his picks too but um no fell short he came in third place so it was between me and steve i took the title off of steve to become current king Booker. But he took the title off of me! Yeah. He came in oh, with a record, a stunning record, too, of 7-3. and three. The only losses that he really had was ones that we all were locks on, Tanahashi and, and Miro. And honestly,
2: I, I should be 8-2. That Cesaro pick was stupid. Exactly. <laughs> so you
1: could have literally you know, tossed our salads on this one, Steve. So thank you so much. I came in with a record of five and five, Steve, you are seven and three. You are new King book. two time champ, Steve, what do you want to tell the people across the world, especially New Jersey, New Jersey. You can bask in my glory.
0: Bask in and let's
2: face it. You need a lot of glory in New Jersey these days. How are those devils doing.
0: Hey
1: Jack Hughes is the future over there. I'm excited. Yeah, East
0: Coast. East Coast is where it's at, dude. After my Philly, New Jersey, New York run last year, dude. That's Mm -hmm. that that's a fucking rocking area of the country, dude. Great food.
1: Great fucking food. Great food and just just it's it's just a it's just a whole other vibe that we know nothing about here in the Midwest. And when we go there it's fascinating. It's and scary. So
0: close. Yep. Yeah. Everything. Everything. All those cities so close and states. It's just like super right. cool, dude.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, uh, after I got engaged to my wife, Kristen, we went to a New Jersey's devil Ga- Devil's game right after I proposed on Rockefeller Center, uh, nice. on ice skates. And, uh, it was the, it was the best, one of the best days of my life. Other than Gino being born, it was one of the best days of my life. And that was where, you know, staying humble, staying hungry, and staying hard all originated. And I I'm looked sure myself-
0: I'm sure you were hard that night, Triple H. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. Well, we were staying with a friend and it was on a food time, so I don't know, I can't remember. But I looked myself that, in the mirror that, that never day-
0: stopped you. That never stopped you, playboy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe in college. I looked myself <laughs> straight in the mirror and I said, Mike, Shit. when you propose today, all you gotta do is these three things. All you gotta do is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard.
0: Triple H! Yep.